Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave, Dave. and Mahoney. Mahoney. Gotta be Mahoney. Gotta be Mahoney. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Right, man. Dave and Mahoney. Never mind that. Here comes Dave and Mahoney. Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, let's start today's show with some bad news. This is a weird headline, you guys. The government is shooting paintballs at wolves to piss them off. Hell yeah. All right. Getting them all I mean, riled up. Why, we, we, we getting some rowdy-ass wolves up in here? Uh, What's going on? Kind of the opposite. So wolves in oh. certain parts of the Netherlands can now be shot with paintballs, according to the government, because it makes them less tame. So the wolves have buddied up to people too much. Why would we want to do that, though? So well, because once they, they become afraid like, of humans, what? they get very dangerous because then they're they're also wolves. And so if they're unafraid of humans and they're just waltzing around, and they're like, well, that's a tasty-looking child. I thought, I'm a wolf. Just, I'm going to eat it. Why don't we go the other route and just, like, start making them more like dogs? I would love to have, like, a wolf Roman... Dog? Wouldn't like it be packs cool? of, of, of golden retrievers out there, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be cool to have a wolf in a stroller? Take it on an airplane, service animal. Hell yeah. Better than a peacock. They are so much taller than I They're ever realized. Huge. They are so tall. Like whenever that one lady who who claimed that she shot a, a wolf and it ended up being a husky. Like, did you see that? I didn't. Okay, so there was a woman uh-huh. who skinned and shot a husky thinking it was a wolf. Oh, went the now, full skinned it as well. Uh, and okay. posted it online. Yeah. Now, if you have ever seen a wolf in your life, not even like in person, just, I don't know, on TV, on planet Earth, David Attenborough showing you the pack of wolves through Alaska, you're like, oh, that's a monster dog. That's not a normal Golden Retriever size, husky size like, dog. Even the husky, they're like, like seven foot when they're th- on their hind legs. It didn't even look anything like a coyote either. Like <laughs> no. it could have been like I thought it was a coyote because they're much smaller. But yeah, and also let's just talk about wolves for one more second. Oh now. yeah, sure. Yeah. Keep, it, keep uh, it going. Mm-hmm. That movie Into the Gray. Oh my God, with William Neeson I, about him fighting an entire pack of wolves. The whole the, the, the whole preview was like he's in the wilderness. He's got one shard of glass, a broken bottle in his hand, and he's ready to take on a pack of wolves. And then you finally get to that scene of the movie, and I'm going to spoil it. They cut away. It gets dark. Nothing happens. Well, you're supposed to assume he dies. I want to see him get ripped to shreds by that pack of wolves. After how bad that movie was. That movie sucked. It It was one of the... That was the moment Liam Neeson turned for me, because he was on... Well, he was the all the the taken stuff. Like, he had kind of blown back up and was really at the pinnacle of his career, and that just... I, I will right never go see a Liam Neeson led film again because really? did you go see that, it in theaters? I saw it in theaters. Oh. That was I, I distinctly remember sitting in there watching it, and then I think you and I you may have seen it the same weekend because I think it was you know there was a lot of buzz about it. I think I called you and I was like, "Give me back my eight dollars." <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. 
Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So I stumbled across this headline yesterday, and I'm like, yeah, who isn't? It says that 3 in 10 U.S. adults have trouble sleeping. Nearly as many experience daytime sleepiness, and many play catch-up on their off days. Of course. Hell yeah. Like, who doesn't wake up exhausted? Mm-hmm. And who isn't sleepy throughout the day? Am I the only one that's sleepy throughout the day amongst I us? I legitimately Googled the other day because my boyfriend and his daughter tease me all the time for being the most tired person in the whole planet. Like, I am ready to go to bed by 7 o'clock and, mm-hmm. or right after dinner. Like, if, I'm, if I just eat and then get in the car, I'm like a baby. I'm asleep. I literally will fall asleep. Do they, so I'm Googling did, did it. they get you a little car seat so you can, like, pass out in the car yeah, seat? They yeah, they actually yeah, burnt me, in. too. Aww. So um, I'm Googling it, and I'm like, why am I the legit? I just Google. Why am I so tired all of the time? WebMD. <laughs> Wait, you Google that? <laughs> yes. WebMD is like cancer. Yeah, <laughs> like, for ah, real. No, but they're but like, like, insulin levels are spiking after you eat. So yeah. I'm like, okay, this is dumb, so I just don't believe it. But Wait, so it gave you an answer, and then you're just like, nah. I don't have diabetes. You do mm, I not. don't know. No. I don't have diabetes. Uh, I mean, you let me do ask have you this. a mustache like Wilford Brimley. I haven't been able to shave it in a minute. I don't have my derma playing. It's tools. a lovely mustache. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up>. Also, <laughs> don't talk trash about Wilford Brimley. I'm not talking trash. I'm saying he has a glorious mustache, and Audrey's just looks similar. He was an American hero, Dave. I know. I mean, I feel like we all need to go back and rewatch Cocoon and Cocoon 2 at least once before we die. There was a Cocoon 2? Of course, there was a cocoon too. Uh, don't you? Don't you? Uh, righteous, indignant the, the, son of a bitch! Here's, it, it, of course, again, there, I know there's so many people who dare. have no idea what the hell we're talking about. It was a movie about old people who uh, aliens come, they get into a pool, and they're young again. But I remember distinctly watching that movie in the '80s as a young child uh-huh. and going, "How old these people are." We have to watch that again, and I guarantee you, we are older than them now. Wilford Brimley was like 37 yeah. when he filmed that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I know. It's so uh, weird, man. So, Audrey, you say it's like your insulin level spike and you get tired after that. My wife, so I don't know if she's, I think she's a maniac uh, because. Does she know you think this? Yes, because I tell her this, but there's, <laughs> we, we are two very different people, and I'm curious to see where you fall. I kind of ha- have an idea. Does she get at- energized after food? Yes. Ugh, what she a, wants she to go, like, stuff. run and work out and no. move Ener- like crazy. It does not give She's me like, energy. food is fuel for me, and I'm like, food is, is I want to go into a coma every time I eat food. And it doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter. could be it, healthy. It could. It, it, yeah, because I'm not sitting here, like, eating trash food. I can eat a boring salad, and I'm like, like, it is so ridiculous. You guys, this is, like, the difference between somebody who's in really good shape and not, like, us people that are not in exceptional shape literally can't understand it. You're like, but my body needs to conserve the energy to process my Italian chef. Okay, so I'm, I'm not working out like I was, but I even whenever I was that like working out a lot, uh-huh. I still, dude, like it, it that's is. That's your natural state. You're just a, you're a sleepy old gal. But that's annoying. Do you uh, get energized, well for, Dave? After, uh, after food? food now. Well, it, it depends on like, you, you know how they talk about like a body in motion? I think it depends. Mm-hmm. If I'm like running around and I'm doing stuff. Of course, you're general. At the gym and all that stuff. Yeah, then. But if I'm just like sitting around, I'm just working at the desk. Okay, well, but that, that makes and sense. Because like, you have no reason your, what is it? Your cortisol levels aren't. I want a, cortisol. I want a desk bed. Desk bed, so, sir? That is <laughs> what? Yeah. Like at the hospitals? There was, there was a couple yeah. of days ago that we were just talking about getting treadmills 
so we could be the running show while we were sitting instead of just sitting here so we'd be more active. Yeah. And you have just swung the opposite direction. No, totally opposite. Where you want a desk bed. And when, like a like a hole for your butt. When we were broadcasting from home, Audrey. When we were broadcasting from home yeah. during during the lockdown. Yeah. You know you did half of your shows from bed and you know it was glorious. Not even ha- <laughs> I did a week of shows. One week, five days of a whole calendar Don't COVID act year. Like that's totally normal to just lay in bed nah, for a we, week we while doing a show. It. No, we should not we should normalize, normalize People that. everywhere did you that. You lazy sons of bitches. Sit up. No. <laughs> Put on some shoes. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Dave, have your kids mastered the fake cry yet? Question number two, have you and your wife figured out how to spot that? And three, have you figured out how to deal with it? Message deleted. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I didn't uh, worry about spotting the fake cry myself. I became an expert in that when I was when I was a young man because I had three younger brothers mm-hmm. that would fake cry all the time. Yeah. I have trained my kids to have spot spot the fake cry with their siblings, and then they're the ones that instantly call them out as that's a fake cry, which makes the kid fake crying even more mad. But they just keep doubling down. It's a it's a vicious cycle for them. It's great for me. How Entertainment. often do you, you do it for pure entertainment? occurs in your household oh uh, 40 times a day ish really yeah <laughs> i mean they're at that age man or they just where, like where they, where they're they... trying to get out of the baby cry and into like words so no, they're still like no. crying because they want something or they're fighting over a toy that does not matter at all but they don't know how to express emotion well, so they just, yeah, cry. just bubbling balls of desire yeah they're just sit there they know if they scream and start crying but then the other ones start ridiculing them for fake crying and uh and it helps in a way. I feel like that's good parenting. Or really bad. I don't know. I mean, they'll have to deal with therapy, we'll but you'll be yeah. dead. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> fine. That's my plan. Just, yeah, Just die early. Yeah. Yeah, good plan. You're not going to have to yeah. worry about things. See you later. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> have any of you guys ever had your parents save your life? Um, I mean, like, just save it from you being stupid as a kid. For me, I actually did have it happen. My dad had to jump in the pool after me when I was two because I jumped in the deep end. Message deleted. I'm sure at some point, probably multiple points, my parents have saved my life. I just, we were dumb, yeah. constantly walking into all sorts of dangerous situations. Yeah. It was the 80s, man. Yeah. I have definitely uh, saved my kids' lives, though. I mean, there have been multiple instances where they're at that age, normally between one and two, and they love the pool, and they know they love the pool, and so they'll just walk over and face flop into the pool and then slowly start sinking. I'm like, you little idiot. Because <laughs> they know that they'll come and get them. Do they? Or are they just like, I'm so over this. I want to I get out before I start paying taxes. That's so dark. <laughs> so there was a time that I specifically thought I was dying. I was not. It was when I had my, my horrible bike accident. You could see the picture on our Instagram, at Dave and Mahoney, where. How did you survive that? Well, no, I mean, oh, as, yeah, as, no, as, yeah. as a first grader. <laughs> he almost ripped his nipples off. It's true. I, dude, I ripped my chest off, and my chin was like uh-huh. the skin on it. But I thought I was I thought I was dying. It looks I, like you I, had a fruit roll-up on your belly. Uh, like covering most of my chest, yeah. yes. <laughs> like the ones that you can get the tattoos. Um, By the way, sweet biker shorts. Thank you. You're welcome. But I remember, like. Walking my bike home because it was that was my prized possession at the time. That, what are you doing? The <laughs> oh, I, well, I thought I was like, 
And then there was like neighbors driving by and watching like this shirtless, skinny little kid push his bike who's bleeding. Sobbing, Aww, bleeding. They didn't yeah. even stop to help you. I yeah, mean, you I probably could, wouldn't either. I'd be like, man. You could have just escaped a serial killer. <laughs> and they're just like, well, see you, the, see you later, Jason. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you could have escaped man, John Wayne Gacy. They didn't, we didn't know about serial killers in the 80s. We were, that was. Yes, we yes, did. Yes, we did. Nah, the, we did. The hysteria was in the late it 70s, all, early yes. 80s. You remember Jacob Wetterling you in Minnesota who got kidnapped on a bike? But you could, you could have, have just gotten out of the van. No, Mahoney doesn't like this theory because nobody stopped to help him. There was only—I think it was only one car that passed me by. But I remember my mom throwing me into the shower. Oh, why? Wow, because she didn't I, know what else to do. I don't well, you know. You could, see off, the, yeah. you could see the wounds. Yeah. That was the thing because I was literally looked like a scene from Carrie. Uh-huh. You know, covered in blood. But I just remember laying in the back of her Buick. Uh, as we were going to the hospital, going, I'm going to die. I'm going to What did they do for you at the hospital? Uh, oh, God. This literally outside of thinking about the most painful things. I just imagine, yes. Like they, in the 80s, it was just like, or 90s, they just alcohol. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, they had to put Rubbing these sponge alcohol. things oh. that were covered in alcohol to soak ah. the, because uh, there was asphalt in the, my chest. The sting of that. It, what, uh, oh, yeah. I think I passed out. <laughs> I don't recall. That's like it, get, today. it gets it gets oh, it gets hazy, really like literally gets did hazy. It because, you? No, I did not get sedated. But like I remember being in the back of the car. I remember the shower. I remember going into the hospital, and I remember them hitting my chest with that stuff. And then after that, I don't remember going home. Dude, the eighties built anything after people that. different. Y'all are nuts. So you're telling me that you just went in with road in your mm-hmm. body, and they were like. Lay down, son. We're gonna put some oh, alcohol on alcohol it. On they it. were gonna have me wait, but there were some like people who were like, no, no, like push, get, let him go ahead of us. <laughs> it felt so bad for you because they were just tired of hearing you cry. Yeah, shut up, kid. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You ever on the internet and you're just like, how on earth did this person think that this was a good idea? I mean, all the we, time. we see it all the time when people jumping off stuff and flying through. Yeah, like the backyard wrestling videos were the first ones. Oh, the, no, no. The oh, bum fight. Dave, like, what is do happening? not crap on backyard wrestling. That is America's pastime. You, you mean, shut your whore mouth. You mean it's your your pastime? I mean, I'm from Missouri. Dave. Yeah. That's what we yeah. did. No. Dude, if you didn't wrestle in an above ground pool in the summer, you did not have a childhood. You wrestled in the above ground pool with water in it or an empty above no, ground pool? No, with water in okay. it. Water. Right, no, you jump from like the above ground deck. How every one of our necks aren't broken is be, like we would get up on the, my buddy's roof on the roof yeah and jump into the above ground pool that was only like, five feet deep Jeez, <laughs> parents know where to be seen hell no they weren't but man. this this one isn't just some some crazy stunt that makes you think how on earth did this person think this is a good idea this is something that this guy thought was a good idea and as it turns out maybe it is so you were what? the first one that showed this to me audrey there's some dude who just decided that he was going to eat a full rotisserie chicken. Oh hell yeah, yeah! Every yeah, single dude, day. Wait. First off, full rotisserie <laughs> I love chickens. This guy. They slap. No, they don't. Yes, they do. What They're you amazing. overrated? Wait, hold on. You're overrated. Hold the press. What do you mean you don't like the rotisserie chickens? It from, is like, the single best I've, food item in any grocery feel like store. They're dry. They're not dry. I feel like they're always. Dry. You're going to the wrong grocery Second store. Second day, yeah, but not first day when first they're. First day, you got a chicken oh, carcass in your trash that you got to deal with. It's so much work. It's so much work. So much work. This is what's no, the work? I am. I'm ashamed. This is horrible. So, okay, so this guy, though. You and I can bro down on this. Rotisserie chicken's fire. Every amazing. Day, 
This oh, guy really? ate one for 40 days straight. It doesn't but, feel like so, that so, big of an accomplishment. It, a whole rotisserie it be, chicken? It wouldn't be that big of a, uh, an accomplishment if he just went home and filmed himself and put it on the internet eating this rotisserie uh-huh. chicken. He decided that he was going to make a spectacle out of it. And How's by it? that, I mean that he set up a small, probably four-foot folding table with a white tablecloth in just the middle of a parking lot. Fine dining. And he started hanging up these flyers all around town saying, come watch me eat an entire rotisserie chicken. And I'm looking at at the picture, and there are hundreds, maybe thousands of people that have gathered to just watch this guy sit and eat a chicken every day. It's a show, Mahoney. This is something that you would do. I know it. I know this is something you would do. You would do it it's with pizza. It's a big pizza. crowd. You would do it with pizza. And you would get like an extra, extra large pizza. Oh, yeah. Pizza. Sit down. Pizza hits. Finger licking good in between mm-hmm. each slice. This is this man's dream. I, He's living out his dream. I just don't feel like, again, I feel like there's some single dudes or single ladies out there who, you know, they eat literally, who work all day, are too tired to cook at home, and they eat literally like a rotisserie chicken every single night of their yes, life. Yes, and that's amazing. But they don't make what, it a spectacle. What, what an absolute boss move that that is. As far as impulse buys at the grocery store, you can have bought nothing worthwhile. You could have just gone to the booze section and then gone to check out, and on your way out, you get a delicious Dude, piping hot not, chicken they're not delicious. for $3.99. They it's are been delicious. Sit, it's been you are out of your mind. You're, you're, They've never you washed that little container wrong. that like the grab-and-go rotisserie chickens are at. And what do you mean you never washed, washed the container? What are you I've never, talking I've never about? seen them clean it. It's plastic. That, you throw it away. Been, how long has that chicken been sitting there? It's always dry. Who cares? No. It's they're never dry. dry. I've never always had a dry rotisserie season. chicken. Also, they're not just, unless you go there and it's not during the proper times, but if you go there, they're usually like sold out by like 5 p.m. Yeah, because they're so good. You've had a lot of dumb opinions on this show. Nah, this man. is the dumbest. Well, okay, Dave. I don't know if they're no. so good. Oh, they're don't good. you go flip it on me now. Dude, they're, they're just good. average. They're gourmet they're meal. Good Very for bland. what they are, chicken, bland, but they no, are great. Chicken's never great. Anyway, chicken is just whatever the whatever this simulation that we are living in has decided that basically every sort of like animal we really right, so hang what are you what now you're like just flipping like. this on chicken as now a whole? he's big tofu yeah <laughs> tofu was better than chicken oh, <laughs> oh good for you here's a game that we came up with when we were drinking okay drunk this is who's horny with dave and mahoney how about dave and mahoney so many people have called this the most important game in the history of radio broadcasting and nobody today, has called it that dave this is the dumbest game in the history of radio broadcasting that's... that came up last time we all drank together glad we're going to be having a meeting about more bits soon no alcohol though Please. i don't know about so that don't come up with more i'm not drinking <laughs> more i'm tired things like this so you guys trying to figure out uh <laughs> what sound belongs to this particular thing that i'm going to rattle off today uh it's not as cut and dry as it's been in the past where it's simply been trying to identify a car horn i'm just going to play you this audio and then i'm going to give you multiple choice of what it could be okay, okay? so we have to identify what sort of horn there's a horn in there or maybe not it's okay. just you guys got to solve the riddle all right so here's the uh, the first one we'll see who's the horniest today good luck okay okay got it what all right. Sounds like a dryer. It Does that does. sound like a dryer? So I'll give you a multiple choice here. That is either A, a quiet trumpet in the rain, B, a chicken that's relaxing, or C, a snoring toddler. That is a relaxing chicken. 
there's no way a toddler's sleeping with all that background noise. It's definitely not a trumpet in the rain. I think. Babies sleep through anything, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. That feels that like feels like real aggressive background noise. I'm gonna go with you. That's a uh, that's a that's a relaxing chicken. That's a that's a chicken who may be uh, performing some uh, auto rocks auto erotic asphyxiation. Sounds like it's having some some, uh, some a good time there. You guys are exactly right. That's it. I know. It's a relaxed relaxing chickens. A relaxed chicken. I'm one relaxed chick. <laughs> What was that chicken doing, though? I mean, how was it exactly relaxing? I mean, it's hard. I love that chicken. It's it's hard to tell if it's totally relaxed because chickens always look like they're just methed out of their minds. That chicken's a cute little blonde. He's just just relaxing. Chilling. See, that chicken looks depressed to me. I mispronounced that chicken, I think. You did? I said that's a her. That's not a cock of the walk. Yeah, that's a she. That's a chicken. That's a she? It's not a rooster. Yeah, you can tell. Do only roosters have their gobblers? Yeah, with the little things, little. Things on their head. There's spent no... some time on a farm. I'm a poser. <laughs> She's from Alabama. Is she, though? I'm from the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> if you live in the suburbs, though, and you got a chicken that's out you're there so crowing, rude. you are an a-hole. I, I, hope your, I, hope, I hope your homeowner's insurance goes I've up. I've had multiple neighbors with roosters. Dude, that is a <laughs> dick move. Multiple in different cities. And they love letting you know when it's not even morning time. Well, yep. we got one frost, real bad frost. Never uh, heard from that rooster again. Whoops. Good. He died. I'm Here pretty sure. <laughs> Here we go on to number two. Good luck to both of you. This is a short one. That is a bike horn. Bicorn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's either A, a woman, B, a clown horn, or C, the Willy Wonka good bag ad, uh, bad egg. What do they call it? Oh, the goose egg. The goose egg thing? Yeah. Oh, egg, it's egg, not that because egg decator, I think, is what it was. <laughs> no. So it's either a woman, a clown Wait. horn, or the Willy Wonka thing. You, He literally put as a option in who's horny today the Willy Wonka thing. You That's did right. not look up the name. No, no, he did. I just I, I screwed it up. Well, it's how, it's an egg decator. Egg decator. Oh, the Willy Wonka egg decator. It's a good bad egg thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the but you, salt sits on. You can't even say it, so that's not right. <laughs> I don't think that's a woman. I think that's I think that's a clown horn. I think it's a clown horn. I think it's a weird ass clown horn. Sorry, guys. Is the Willy Wonka egg thing? No, it's a woman. Oh, I hate her. Oh, I love her. <laughs> Let me see what this woman looks like. She kind of looks like if Taylor Swift's mom drank. Oh, I mean, she's not she bad. looks she's like Taylor Swift. She's not bad looking. Yeah, yeah she, she kind of looks like Taylor Swift, like, but it's like Taylor Swift's less Taylor talented Swift's brother. Sis- her sister. sister. She lives, brother. She lives in a Taylor park. <laughs> Can you imagine being Taylor Swift's sister and your uh, only, the only thing you got for you is making this sound? Is that actually, <laughs> does Taylor Swift have a sister? No, or she's a she, single, she is absolutely a single kid. I would say that she really strikes me as an only child, right? <laughs> yeah, big only child yeah. energy. Okay, I third mean, and final an one. You got, you got one wrong, you got one right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> That's that same girl. That's just her different <laughs> different honk. Yeah. What, oh, man. I see, Dave, I can see who it is. Stop looking. Mahoney, you're on your own. Right. I saw who it is. Okay. Is that A, a Tickle Me Elmo? No. B, a children's toy? No. C, Skeeter from the cartoon Doug? <laughs> Which version of Doug are we talking? Are we talking the Nickelodeon version or are we talking? It would talking... be the Nickelodeon version. Or the, the crappy only... ABC <laughs> no, reboot everyone Roger knows the, was rich? Everyone knows the Nickelodeon why would you, version. Why would you make Roger rich? Roger was just supposed to be the bully. Yeah. Then he made him rich? Then he made him rich. 
I like that Audrey's over here cheating, looking at my papers, and she's like, Dave, how I, dare you? It was in the how light. How dare you hold the paper can... near a light? We're in a studio. We have integrity. <laughs> I'm glad that she has recused herself from this About... final moment of typical horniness. Chick. She's like, I'm not horny. Uh, I'm done. I'm we going... should be too. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, if we're going to be done, I feel like we go with Skeeter. Yup. <laughs> but it is. It was all Skeeter. Why is he so blue? Well. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. Many people, including myself, are calling this traveler particularly cocky. And let me explain why. It involves not only a gun, but also a chicken. Wait, what happened? Now, uh, Dave? A an air traveler okay. is it was trying a- to get through TSA, mm-hmm. but was caught trying to s- smuggle a gun inside of a chicken. In their carry-on luggage. Was it a rotisserie chicken? No, it, it wasn't even cooked. No, it was, it was raw. Un, uncooked raw chicken, which was really gross. I didn't even know you could travel. That I mean, whatever, on the gun. I didn't even know that you could travel with raw meat. I feel like that should be illegal. If it's not, um, I'd like to make that well, my you platform. Can, you can cook. Along you with can the bring days frozen goods. I didn't know that you could bring a thawed-out chicken. I mean, I guess technically we're all raw meat. Guys, why are we, why are we piling on to this gentleman who was clearly just trying to bring his... Emotional support firearm onto a plane. Uh, You know, I mean, we we, we live in a tough time, and I thought we've uh, refrained from, uh, you know, judging people uh, for doing things like this. I've been working on it. I am pretty judgy. I am -hmm. am, am working on it, though. No, that's what makes you good at this job. You got to be a little judgy. A little. I mean, I think I lean a little bit, a little bit. Into it sometimes. Dude, if you but... can have a, uh, sometimes I'm an a hole, right? <laughs> if you can have a peacock as an emotional support animal, I should be able to have an emotional support nine millimeter. Well, speaking of need, needing some emotional support, uh, this one particular lady, she is from Largo. She's 31 years old. Uh, Demilan, I think is how you say her first name. It's a strange one. She's 31 years old, and she she sounds a, young. She had a love language of quality time. I think oh, just okay. based on this story, uh, she was upset. Because her her male friend was not paying her enough attention. As we uh, pay As more attention to. Define, what do you mean? Are we talking is, like DJ Khaled pay more attention? Uh, no, just actually, I think, just was feeling a bit neglected. Okay. And so the, he was cheating. No, the way that she was. No. Okay, maybe she was cheating. I don't know. He was. The, the way that, that she informed him that she wanted more attention uh-huh. was to uh, swing a two by four at his head. So she went hacksaw Jen Duggan on this dude? Not only was Did it. Did he just, go, help! Not only was it a two I would, by four, I would have quit her in an instant if I'm on that jury. If she did that, there was a nail that was coming out of the two oh, by God, four. That's, well, that, that may be a little, that may be a little aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Yeah, I don't feel like enough people use two by fours as weapons these days. So, uh, she has been arrested multiple times for battery, has convictions, previous arrests for for battery. She was actually on probation for battery as well. She is a violent bitch. Can we- she just needs to get some batteries and spend some time with herself and maybe some of these aggressions would just surface. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Would you like special curly fries? Fast, fast, fast food, food Rico. Rico. Shut up and listen to my order. People losing their minds in fast food restaurants across the country. Mahoney has self-proclaimed himself as the biggest connoisseur of fast food restaurants in the uh, continent. I have been States. to uh, no less than 18,000 McDonald's worldwide at this point. 
Uh, visited my local one yesterday. Uh, wife got mad at me. Mm-hmm. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm stressed out. You're stressed out, so you're stress eating? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Got, got a double quarter pounder. <gasps> Ten piece sweet and sour sauce. What are you so stressed out about, bud? I was eating them fries on the way home. Oh, I thought you were uh, worried about the county treasurer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was eating them fries on the way home. One fell. And because you know that little area between I your do. console and your leg yep. on, on the right side? A fry dropped, and it was like doing the splits, and it was like holding on for dear life. life. So right between that, him? and then I was like, because I, th- I thought it had gone down into the hole of no return. Did not. Can we do this it. game, or do we just need to talk about how many fries you dropped while driving yesterday? I think that's more Dude, interesting. the fact that it balanced between, like, my leg and the console, and it was like doing the splits Jean-Claude Van Damme style, you know... That was a, it was a thing of beauty. I wish. Okay, All I was right. filming. Did All you right. give it a fry kiss? Oh, I put that thing straight in my mouth. <laughs> Did have a little bit of lunch. Matt <laughs> is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. How's it going, Matt? What's up, guys? So, anyways, back to this fry. Yeah, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> Uh, Matt, we've got a little write-up for you, a little description of what uh, is going to be happening in each one of these clips, and then I'll give you a multiple choice after I play you the audio. Uh, Mahoney and Audrey are going to try to help you out today. We have a total of three. You've got to get two out of the three in order to win today. Are you ready for the first one? Yes, sir. Okay. So the question is, what's the point of having a luxury car Uber take you through a drive through Let's have a listen to this one. I'm in an Uber, and you guys literally shoved that giant drink in my wife's hand, or she didn't have it. It's built in a $90,000 Mercedes-Benz. Hey, I can do whatever I want. Hey, no, that cost, if, I get, if I get caused to clean that Mercedes up, I promise you I'm suing you, Eddie. No, I don't have a complaint. I'm telling you I'll sue you. You understand that? Oh, I will. Don't worry. I know how. So this guy was don't saying. Don't worry. He knows how. That <laughs> I know how to sue you. Good. Dude, it's uh, a C-class. Settle down. Yeah, this this dude's in a Mercedes-Benz Uber, and he's in the backseat making them ferry him through McDonald's. And then he pulls this. That dude sounds exhausting. Where from? Did that happen? Where from what? What'd you say? Dave. What? You just said it. I mean, all, I, we, we knew where it was from the beeps. Oh, no, actually, I, I did not. The first option is A, Burger King. Uh-huh. B, Whataburger. Uh-huh. Or C, Jack in the Box. Oh. My mind just automatically was thinking fast food restaurants, uh-huh. not even on the list. Burger King, Whataburger, or Jack in the Box? I'll say Burger King. This man's correct. You think so, Burger King? Everyone's agreeing Burger this King. This man is correct. Yeah. You're not. It was a McDonald's, huh? No, it was a Whataburger. I don't believe it. It I was think a Whataburger. Messed up and he's, 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 he's backtracking. backtracking. I feel like, uh, Matt, I feel like, I feel like you're what getting... What does that say? What does that say? The McDonald's. One. McDonald's. You guys are liars. <laughs> you're such liars. Wow. I mean, Matt, that sheet of paper that we're reading right now on air says McDonald's. Square, square right there in the middle. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's got some tricks. Yeah, he's trying to, he's trying, he's trying to screw you, Matt. He first doesn't want to talk about know, how right? cool those fries were, and now he's uh now now he's trying to just ruin your day. I'm sorry for I'm sorry that you have to kneel with this today during fast food freakouts. You say kneel with this? He did. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm I'm protesting. Uh, here's number two. Don't you hate it when the building is on fire and the lazy employees won't give you a refund? Here we go. Okay. So the building's on fire. Mm-hmm. Building is on fire. They want a refund okay. and their food. Not getting a refund. Is that A, a Burger King, B, a McDonald's, or C, a Waffle House? Not a Waffle House. 100% not a Waffle House. So, uh, so Burger for, King. 
You're going me, Burger King again, okay? For me, that you do have a you do have the open flame, flame broiled oh, whoppers, yes. <laughs> but that may but that may throw us. Ah, uh, are we sure about this? Because I'm also feeling that could be a McDonald's. Okay, it can't be two water burgers in a row. Matt's confident. He's saying Burger King, and he's right. Okay, well done, well done. Okay. That Burger King was on fire. Flame broiled. Literally on fire. Okay. Flame broiled. Third and final one. It all comes down to this. Matt, you get this right, you win. You don't get it right, you lose. You get nothing. Are you ready? Yep. This third one is about the manager not being able to control their unruly teenage daughter, and the customer is a little bit upset about that. You, you, you don't have no right to. You came in here yelling at me. Oh, I came in there yelling at you. So please leave. Whoa. So what? Leave her alone. She's only 13 years old. Leave her restaurant. Okay. She's a doctor, you know. I'm 14. You got a problem? Mm, okay, all right. A little, uh, little mom-daughter action here. Is that A, a Wendy's, B, a Subway, C, a McDonald's? Definitely not a Subway. Definitely not a Subway. Stuff like that. Yeah, I see. Wendy's. You think that's a Wendy's? You think they went inside to a Wendy's? For the win? Is it a Wendy's? It is. He knows it. Mahoney, you're off your game. Yeah. Wow. Mahoney, you are awful today, and it's because you were so damn distracted about that stupid John Claude Van Damme fry. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Oh, little Audrey. She is a sleepy bug today. She went to a concert on a school night. And it was so good, was it? It was so good. Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, but I would like to petition, Dave, that they, because the concerts had two openers and packed full full house, like slammed wall to wall. No openers allowed on weeknights. No. None. That's absolutely true. Out. I need you to be a rip-roaring show at approximately 7 o'clock, 6.30. You need to fit into happy hour, your whole set. Yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't love that? Why is that not a thing? I don't know. I mean, you got to think that, that, that we're artists. Old. We are old. Yeah, I know, but like <laughs> artists like the Goo Goo Dolls or somebody like that, where you go and nobody is under 33 years old. Yeah. Why not just start those shows at 4 30? That'd be awesome. Six at the latest. Six at, at the, the latest. At the latest. At the latest. Like the encore's hitting can at you, six. Can you imagine? So the thing that blows <laughs> me away is because I've had, you know, you got friends and when you've got like hip hop artists who are in town performing at clubs and sometimes like they don't go on until like 2 or 3 a.m. Like Cardi B in Las Vegas didn't go on until 4 what was it 4 a.m. Like rolling on stage at 4 o'clock in the morning and there's still a huge crowd there. I'm like who is waiting up until 4 for the show to start? Start. It's wild. I would I would have woken up. <laughs> I would have gone to bed at 8 p.m. woken up at 3 a.m. to see a 4 a.m. show. Got showered up headed on down there ready to go. I just I, I'm this is just how you know you're old because I think I'm so washed up. I remember distinctly thinking like shows not starting until like I love those shows like back in the day we would go see like you know smaller bands and smaller clubs that wouldn't go on until eleven or twelve or one a.m. and you're like yeah because you wanted to get drunk as drunk as you possibly could wasn't that up a, until that doesn't point. that seem like such a lifetime ago because yes. we all used to do that you know girl, going to school in in Columbia South Carolina it was like. You know, everything would get cut off at one forty in the morning because everyone had to be out by 2 o'clock. Yep. But we wouldn't even go out to the bar until like 11, 11.30. And so you're like, why Why are we cramming all of this binge drinking into two hours 
when we know that we're going to get booted out into the street at 140. And then we're going to fight somebody because we're not getting laid and yep. we're angry. That's how that's And how then we're going to pay $28 for a uh, hot dog that's probably going to give us some sort of uh, tapeworm. A tummy or a tummy ache. And yeah. then not be able to get a taxi home. Yeah. Every I knew that I, I, the last night I knew I was getting old because I ate dinner before and I got a tummy ache. And I was like, oh, no. I have to sit through this show and have my stomach hurt. You you went to you had dinner before a concert and yeah, you, you had my the stomach was just you rumbling. The, you had the poopies. But here's the top signs that you're old. I would love to see like you where have we the fall. Top signs, of, okay. uh, like top ten okay. signs that you're getting really old. Forgetting people's names. One hundred percent. That was for ne- sure. never been good at that though. Losing hair. Mahoney. Why did you just immediately look at Mahoney? My hair's fine. Mm-hmm. Feeling stiff. Yep, not as much. (laughs) They got pills for that, too. Stiff in some places, stiff not in others. Um, Talking a lot about your joints and your ailments in general. I feel like we talk a lot about my wife this whole week has just been like, I I slept on my neck wrong or turned it too fast, and now I can't even see the kids in the car. This one's one's it. Groaning whenever you bend down. I mean, you cannot bend without groaning. I cannot stand up and sit down without going, ooh. We are defending every one of these. Not knowing any songs in the top ten. Uh, I mean, I'd say that we're an anomaly for that, probably because of the business Can, that we're in. I mean, okay, so but to be fair, it's like all Taylor Swift, right? Exactly, now. Taylor so, Swift. So Boom. that's easy. Um, misplacing your glasses, your bag, your car keys, your wallet on the regular. No, Dude, not, not there yet. I always used to think the wood shop key that you made as in like sixth grade for your parents was the dumbest thing ever, and now I'm like, I wish I had a, a kid key to make holder. me a wood yeah. shop key. <laughs> Do they still have wood shop? Is that a thing in schools? I don't think so. It's got to be a Maybe. liability. No, thing. man. Yeah, it's like kids yeah. were losing their thumbs. Yeah, we just used to be like, here's a table saw. You're 11. Go for it. <laughs> just a few more. Getting more hairy on your ears, eyebrows, nose, and face. Yeah, yep. my. I, I actually, when we were on vacation, I my eyebrows were so out of control. I had to borrow my wife's like like a uh, little. But your, your eyebrows do look very nicely neatly and trimmed. I, I hadn't noticed. I my, lovely like, job. I pulled out probably. 12. Do you think you overdid it? Because I can barely see your eyeballs. Well, I'm blonde, so it's not like, you know, the, Audrey and I suffer from the, you know, we don't have eyebrow features even though we, we have eyebrows. I just lack can't, a lot of color I, I just here. can't tell if you're angry or surprised. <laughs> but, but they're getting so curly. No, she's angry. Like, legitimately, they look like corkscrews. It's, it is it is out of control. And the amount of back hair that I have now that, like, is just in one random, like, splotch of my back. Would you let your back. wife near you? No. What if she was I, like? I, I don't go, like I, the Hawaiian islands of hair that you have on your back. Let me. She know said you. she 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 said she likes it. She said. Oh, did she run I, her I, fingers I, through I, it? She like hold on to it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And then it just all pulls out at once like a toupee. Oh, oh gross! Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. Some people would love or hate cruises, and I think you should definitely, within the first six months of seriously dating somebody, go on a like at least a long weekend together oh, somewhere. I thought you were going to say a cruise in the first six months. I'm like, eh, Maybe. it depends. depends. I mean, it, 
Six months seems early to go on a cruise. A lot of things are revealed on cruises because it's essentially like you're living with somebody Mm -hmm. for uh, those days. It's a confined space. You can't go anywhere. Uh, So you're either going to love it or hate it. I I personally love it because, you know, this time around was the first time we had more. We were connected to our Internet a little bit better than we were in years past. That's what I've always hated about cruises. Just uh, being completely disconnected. I, I don't like that. They they've upgraded their uh, thing on at least on the Disney cruise, which I think is a uh, reaction to Virgin Cruises mm-hmm. offering free Wi Fi for everybody. Yeah, on people their don't cruise. want to be cut off anymore. Uh, I do because just turn I, your phone off. Then that, that, everyone, well, that, everyone well, doesn't want to be cut and that, off, and that's what I did. Yeah, turn your and phone so off. If you want I, to be cut off. I did that, so I like those days because you know you're with your person hanging out doing your thing for. We were gone for eight days. It was great. We did. Uh, we we went on some jet boats. We snorkeled. Okay. I saw. I'll tell you this. This is the most uncomfortable I've been in years. When we were snorkeling, though, we were snorkeling, and my wife goes, "Hey, look, there's a weird fish down there," and I see like the school of kind of rather large, weird ass looking fish. And then as I start to look closer, I see kind of like eyes, mm. and not like. Fish eyes that you, you know, they're on the sides of their faces. It's like human eyes. Okay. And I realize that it's a school of squid. And A school of squid. A school it, of squid. Googling it now. What is a what is a pack of squid called? A squiddle. <laughs> Squirtle. Squirtle. What is a group of squids? I didn't know they hung out in groups. I didn't know they had little squid either. gangs. A shoal. A shoal? A shoal of squids? Stupid. A group of quid, like squids is called a shoal. But uh, it made me real, real uncomfortable, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to be snorkeling anymore. Oh, that may, they may have done it for you? I hated it. Uh-huh. Like, dude, it made, like, I felt The last dread. thing that you want to see when you are in the water, period, because you're so helpless in the water, yeah. is something looking back at you mm-hmm. intently. Hated it. I <laughs> really, really, really hated it. Yeah. But it was a good trip. Okay. Thanks, Mary. How is it that people will complain about how short life is, but then also complain daily about how bored they are? Message deleted. Okay. (sighs) Because not every moment is thrilling in life, and that's part of life. You know, it's okay to complain about it being boring sometimes. A really interesting perspective about like parenting when it comes to how some parents always want to do the big thing for their kids, take them to Disneyland or, you know, have these grand experiences. Every summer you go on this crazy summer vacation. And they, I thought it was really interesting. And it's not just about parenting, I think it's about self care as well. If you learn to find joy in the small things, the big things will take care of themselves, right? Like, if you're always just looking forward to that one day, that one magical wedding day or whatever, everything else is going to be disappointing, and probably that day as well. You build if, it up too much. Yeah, if you can find joy in the little things in life, then the big things will take care of themselves. I mean, I've found joy in the little things. In the little things. My wife, on the other hand. Uh. Please leave a message after the tone. I'm sorry. Have any of you guys gone out anywhere cool for dinner recently? Message deleted. No. <laughs> I have not. Home. I love, I love home, man. It's, I have found that there is nothing better than a home-cooked meal. Dude, what are just, you guys talking about? There's nothing so, better than going out going on a, out is so on a Saturday night. Yeah, I know. but like It's, it's getting out of control, man. It's like on a Saturday phone. night, and you can have like a hell of a meal, and everything is taken care of for you. That's way better than sitting around making I don't homemade know. avocados. I've had, I've had this experience recently where I'm going to restaurants that should be really good, 
and they're just not hitting like they used and to. And you're paying. And you're paying so much money. So I would just, I would much rather stay home and cook something that I know is going to be good. God, I do this radio show with a couple of Karens. We're no, not Karens. That's Karen. That doesn't delight me when I go out. Uh, I don't want to pay $200 for dinner and it be mid. Yeah. Like, I don't, I just I would, don't want that. I would rather spend $20 on a pizza at home. Yeah. If I'm going to, like, that's, that's kind of like where my mentality is right now as opposed to go, like, get more th- together. Time after, after, I, after I, we had, we had a, this is many years ago, you know, our show hit number one. I think it might have been like the first time we hit our, like, first place bonus mm-hmm. on the show. And, you know, it was a, the most money I've ever had in my bank account at a time. And so I went to the most expensive dinner I've ever been to in my entire life uh, as a celebration mm-hmm. of, you know, our ma- monstrous and massive worldwide success that we were having, Dave. Local, and, but yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, I spent, it was like, it was a lot. It was over, it was well over $1,000. Just for you? Uh, it was uh, me, me and a lady. Okay. And so then we like went and did a show or something afterwards. And then I, on my way home, I stopped at Jack in a Box. And it just, to me, it's like, what a f- waste of, like, I could have just spent, I could have spent $8 as opposed to a thousand plus dollars on this ridiculous meal because at the end of the day, it's all the same. And you're trying to be polite. Like, whenever you're going out to eat with somebody and you know your wife is hungry or whatever, you're always going to offer her the, the, the last few bites of whatever uh, entree or um, appetizer you're getting. And then you're hungry, too. I have and never she- offered my wife the last couple of bites of my entree. Okay, so She should have ordered better. Or the appetizer. Nope. I'll Two all that tacos too. from Jack in a Box. Still the best deal in food, period. You guys put, are exhausted. Put some sour cream on that. I mean, I it'll can't decide on that. It'll change, it'll change your what life. What are you talking about? This is Dave and Mahoney. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut, This is All It Over with Dave and Mahoney. So the big question here is, can you identify the individual with the mullet by just hearing a short audio clip of them? Cindy is with us today for a round of mullet over. Cindy, I don't want to um, prejudge you by just your name, but Cindy seems like you might know somebody that has a mullet in their life. <laughs> Are you stereotyping her? Maybe. Do you? It's actually even worse than that. I do. I'm definitely from rural America, and I have some mullet education underneath my belt. I e- could say that. Excellent. Do well, you have a mullet? Have you ever no, had a mullet? No, no, okay, no, right. no. I mean, they're <laughs> no, in. Yeah, yeah, no. They are in. <laughs> Wolf cut, kind right, of. So uh, Mahoney and Audrey are in the dark here. They are trying to help you out today. There's only one of these three individuals that has a mullet. You are trying to figure it out based off of the short audio clip. Uh, you don't have to make your guess right away, but feel free to talk it through. The, fr- the first one here is just a, a lady that needs to inform everyone they need to back off her man. Oh. Um, emo eater's girlfriend, and me and him's dating, and I just want you to please stop. Bugging him. He told me that he only loves me and only me. He doesn't want to be bugged. He's my baby, my love, and only my love. Mm. I'll so, tell you what. That's one of my favorite inter- uh, videos on the internet. Oh, so you already know the answer. I gotta get. I gotta step back. She's, because- she's recusing herself again. I don't. I've, uh, I've, I've never seen that video. Uh, but her, she said her man, his name is Emo Eater. So if it is a mullet, it's one of those emo mullets, mm-hmm. possibly. Okay. All right. <laughs> What? How does that? How does that? <laughs> the strike? raccoon one. You know, yeah, it's like from yeah, the scene days, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. That, that's one hundred percent an emo mullet. If it is a mullet, I don't know if it is or not. Cindy, does that strike you as somebody that has a mullet or not? 
No, she seems super creepy, but I don't get Mullet vibes okay. yet. He's my man, creepy. my love. Okay. Super creepy. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's move on to number two. Again, you have to make your guess right now. The uh, This next guy is a gentleman uh, whose body count rivals that of producer pajamas. Hmm. All right, I want you to state your name and occupation. Uh, Alexander Thompson, and I repair and restore tractors. All right, well, I want to know, what's the freakiest thing you've ever done? I shot a wheelbarrow like a thousand times of a Mossberg 590. Hell yeah. Um, all right, one more question. What's your body count? None. All right, thank you. <laughs> Did you say none? So None. None. I wow, think okay. This gentleman, obviously, <laughs> he repairs tractors for a living, but he, when, I, I think he probably confused... The question, though, you, he with, thought that that was like, how many people have you murdered? murdered. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, this is this dude's out here firing off a thousand rounds with his Mossberg into a wheelbarrow. I like the the craziest thing you've ever done. <laughs> I shot a wheelbarrow once. I mean, if you no, not I mean, that's pretty nuts. <laughs> a thousand times you shot a wheelbarrow, which he's, would make me think that it's much more likely that he's actually killed people than I had sex. I mean, like he's not going to. Why are you that angry at a mullet reporter? <laughs> uh, I do not. This does not strike me as mullet vibes. Okay, personally. I agree. Okay. What do you think, Cindy? The tractor repair, kind of, but yeah, no, I'm waiting to see number yeah. three. What do we got? Okay, this uh, this next and final individual, uh, not so pleased with the government. And we've heard you know, a, a decent Mullet. amount of people that... <laughs> 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 Let's just listen to it. We're in the state of Mississippi. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care for the government. They, they don't show me anything. You get food stamps. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think I deserve food stamps. I have no unemployment. I feel like we no. uh, can't this play is... that video. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, we're going to get in trouble gonna, for this. It's this number two for sure. I like how he's like, the, the government ain't done nothing for me, and then the lady in the back is like, you get food stamps. Hey, that's not the same thing, Dave. Let's... Number two's got a mullet. We, I feel like i got to ignore I, this guy. I, I feel like we're getting in trouble if we say that number three has No, no, no. Yeah, really? I'm going yeah, number okay. two. Yeah, right. You think? Cindy, At least what, not. Cindy, you can okay, make I'm whatever not, your assumptions I, are. No, no. I think I'm, I'm going to stick with number two, too. Like, I, I feel He's confused the body count. Yeah, he seems a little out there. I, I feel I'm going to go mullet, too. Tractor repair guy with the mullet number two for the win. You are correct. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Show, me, show me. Do we have pictures of these people, Dave? Okay, so the feeders, girlfriend. Yeah, the first one—that's that's her. She's got a. She does have a large Confederate oh, flag in the background. Close to a mullet, though. No, so it, it does look back. close, but it's pulled back. It's uh, it's long on the top as well. I think. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. I can't. Of course, uh, she's got a Confederate flag in her background. Uh, there, here is number three. I don't know if those are KKK <laughs> robes, but they might be. Uh, <laughs> what is? That guy's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he has the, no uh, teeth. No teeth. If you ever saw Deep Space Nine, that dude looks like the methed out version of uh, See, I was gonna the say, security officer. It looks That's like Mountain Dew Mouth, y'all. It, it looks like the methed out version of Ernest from Ernest Goes to Jail. Dude, <laughs> Jim, dude don't do Jim Varney that dirty. If, if Jim Varney did a bunch of meth, he would look like him. If Jim Varney did every piece of meth, he still would look better. This actually looks like current day Jim Varney, sorry. Jim. Oh, R.I.P. Vern. And finally, this is Mullet Man right here. And and he looks every bit he looks as like but that, Mahoney in I mean, high school with a mullet. Dude, he does look like Mahoney. Dude, that is, that yeah. looks like a jock mullet. No, he, that looks like no. a beautiful flower. What are you talking about? This is nerd central. Oh, I love that's like an 80s. That is a And glorious. this guy didn't confuse the body count. He has never been laid. Call or text us at 833 Yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. 
So there's a lot of good in the world. And Mahoney, you actually witnessed this firsthand. There was a couple of kids that were fighting, and you saw one of the kids trying to do the right thing. So my wife and I are eating, and, you know, we're sitting there and just having a conversation. And then kind of hear this kid just, you know, there's a couple kids doing just kid things, as as you do. And they're probably... A little bit older than this, this, this kid, the, the kid who's sitting directly next to us, but the two kids who are kind of like fighting with each other are, I would say, maybe 10 and 12 years old. Just boys mm-hmm. being boys, doing the thing. It wasn't like super, super aggressive, but we're sitting there and then, you know, just kind of ignoring them because it's white noise at this point. But then this other kid who was about eight years old, a couple years younger than him, a little bit smaller than him, comes up to them and says, hey, guys, you got to stop fighting. And it was like, you know, and then the, the other two boys, luckily, like good kids, just kind of stopped and like, oh, we're just brothers. This is what brothers do. But it was like, you know, this this was a kid who was, you know, probably had been bullied yeah. at some point. He's trying to stop it. And trying to stop it, even though he was much smaller yeah. than the other two and trying to stick up for the, the little one. It's really you know, sweet. Not really sweet. pacifier, yeah. the, like the the uh, the peacemaker of yeah. the brothers. He's a, he's a little negotiator. I, I'd never Probably seen this child. Like, yeah. happen in, in the wild yeah. before, but it like it like warmed my heart. Yeah. Like, I really was just sweet. like, man, this little kid trying to just do the right thing. Have you ever had steps in and gets involved? Have you ever had somebody step in if you were getting bullied and and stop it before? Because I still remember those moments to this day. I I remember I was in ninth grade. I just started at the high school and I was on the swim team and I was a bit of a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't like to get completely naked in the shower after the, you know, the swimming in the chlorine filled pool. And so I'd always just shower with my little speedo on. And there was this kid who was just a total dick who was an older kid. He was a year or two older mm-hmm. than me, and he was mean to everyone. But one day I said something back, and he wanted to fight me in the shower, which is some Eastern promises. You don't stuff, fight, you don't fight, you don't fight in a shower. Weirdest thing. But he ended up backing off and leaving, but it like made me upset to the point where I was I was crying in the yeah, shower. As you do. And I which was, is good. Angry cry. If you're going to cry, so angry, cry in the shower, I was can't so see, angry. You couldn't see, can't see, but see eventually I was like, all right, I, I have to get out of the shower because I'm the only one left in here. And there was this kid who was on the football team that I went to church with, who was a senior, and he was enormous. And I came out of the shower obviously upset, and he had the kid who had been bullying me and other people on the swim team pressed up against the locker until he went around and apologized to everyone in the locker. And I, I've never felt do you know what power. That, do you know what that guy's name was? Brian, you, yeah, Brian Pohl. Do you, do you still keep up with him? Are you I up sure don't. I haven't talked you to should, him. You should look him up today, Dave. Send him $1,000. Send him a bottle of wine. <laughs> something, yeah. Something. I mean, because those those moments, I mean, because, you know, I mean, I, it's the, the way the boys and girls are, we're, are bullied when we're young. It's just brutal. It just devastates you. And there's a dick bag on my street named Jeremy Crowder. Of course, it's he Jeremy was Growing Crowder. up or now? Uh, when I was growing up. Oh, okay. And I, I st- specifically remember being in sixth grade, and he was like a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was this, you know, I was pretty big as a kid, but I was very, very skinny. And this kid's five, six years older than me mm-hmm. at this point and, uh, you know, was, you know, clearly uh, a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day he's like kicking me and all my friends, but my friend Steve McNames who got held back and was one of my dearest friends, but he was always very large for his size, came in, whooped that dude's ass. Really? I mean, literally, like, it's a moment. Like, I don't remember much 
from that like sixth grade summer, but that memory of this dude, this kid Jeremy terrorizing us and then doing it in front of our other friend for the first time and getting his ass beat. There is nothing finer than the the justified insta karma that that a bully receives. And I remember it a lot growing up the other way around because you know I would fight with my brothers, but any time that I saw somebody picking on one of my oh, younger yeah. brothers, I would literally throw him and in the trash. Even to this day, I think the bullying. You know, you you like. I, I think there, there's there's a part of me that I appreciate as an adult now that because I it instilled in me. Never do that. Yeah. Never, never, never yeah. try to give those feelings to other people because those are the absolute worst. But it's, it's you know, the, the defending of those who are weaker than you. It's like it, that is such a... It's a noble thing. Yeah. It is. Well, I tried to do that once for somebody and it backfired. What happened? Well, so I was... So one thing about me is I'm a writer. So, like, if you mess with me or my friends, my family, anything like that, like, I, am, I get full-blown defensive. Yeah. So in high school, a friend of mine... Um, had this huge, like, really big, um, like, friendship breakup with one of her girlfriends. And she was older. She was a year or two older than us. And it caused all this chaos. And she was crying and really upset about it. So I texted this other girl, the nemesis of of the friend. And I was like, hey, like, what's going on? Just chill out and shut up sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It turned into a full-on grade war. Like sophomores versus juniors. This girl comes with uh, all of her, the dudes that she knows, and then we come with all of the dudes that we know, and all of the girls that we know, and it turns into this parking lot brawl. Why was it always parking lot brawls? Like, uh, do those outside still of a Quiznos? Oh, outside of a Quiznos. I got into a parking lot brawl outside of a closed Walmart one time. Oh my god! Always well, par- it's always a parking lot. Brawl. Always a parking lot. Brawl. Always a parking I got lot so brawl. embarrassed because my mom showed up. Man. Oh no! I was like, get out of here, mom! Scram! <laughs> How did your mom find you? Because she was in the Quiznos parking lot about to fight everyone right by the entire house. school. This is Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave and Mahoney, you are a couple of lucky gentlemen. I looked you guys up online. Audrey is hot. Message deleted. Yeah, that's what we think every day when we see her. We're just like, God, Audrey's so hot. I know, it's hard to be around me. It it's is. Just, so hot. I'm sweaty. I'm a sweaty person. <laughs> yes, she is. She's, I'm a sweaty, hot person. Can't wear a gray shirt. She'll pit out. I'm wearing gray right now. But you know what's really funny though, is you know. I don't look uh, anything like I do on Instagram every day. <laughs> <laughs> I show up in pajamas every day. Get you a girl who can do both, you know? Uh, swing. The swing is far. It's a very far swing. You know, left what? to right. Yeah. Dave one time said, Me? "Do you ever want to get ready for work again?" <laughs> she said, and, "I don't." Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 I like how Audrey's got these wild swings where, like, if you saw her out on a Friday or Saturday night and you compare glam, that, yeah, you wouldn't recognize her. If you, you saw, would too. I'm no, not like that crazy. No, wouldn't recognize her. You said that's not that's not true. I just do my makeup. If you saw me out on a Friday or Saturday night, or Mahoney out on a Friday or Saturday night, we would look exactly the same. Because yeah. you're dudes. The same you don't shirts. Wear makeup. The same everything. Or do your hair. Nope. I do my hair every day. day. Look at this. Bang, I know, but like, itself? it's Boom. not fair to even compare because it takes women a lot longer to get rid of. That doesn't mean that you That doesn't mean you have an out for not showering in the morning, you little stinker. I shower at night, like every shower. night. I like showering mm. at night, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Dave, okay, if you're that. trying to call me gross, yeah. you climb into bed at night with a full day of just gross into your, sh- into your sheets. 
Okay, not always, but I have, first off, first off, okay, I've got sleeping clothes. So you at least change out of your blue jeans before you get into bed. No, I, Thank I you. do sleep in my so blue jeans. Your wife loves that. No, stiff ass <laughs> starch jeans. No, nah, man, but I mean, like, if, if I go to the gym or something, I'll shower after the gym before I get in bed. And then you shower. You've got you, some dry you, skin, you, huh? You, roll, you come rolling in here you with your eye You've got some dry skin and dry, dry scalp. Uh-uh. I mean. You're showering too much, man. This guy's wrong. You're also, hot. also he should be. <laughs> Which you makes know, me I, hot. I feel like it's really <laughs> not complimenting our handsomeness as well. I know. You looked us all up online, and you can only say that Audrey's good looking. Yeah. And he's been like a, Dude, we photoshopped the hell out of those photos of me and Dave. Uh, yeah, you took off my double chin. Thanks, yeah. bro. I Appreciate took, that. I, I slim, I, you face warp on my face, yeah. man. Clearly, <laughs> I think America needs to normalize rice into more of their meals. I mean, seriously, instead of all the bread and pasta, we just have some meat, veggies, and a bowl of rice. You know, hell, Dave could even eat it with some uh, Cholula. Message deleted. So rice allegedly is just as bad as all the bread. The, the problem with rice is that outside of the little bags of the whatever it is, Ben's rice, uh, rice is hard to make. It's, it's a pain I, I in the like- ass. It is some instant rice or whatever, but I like read what's in it. It's got a it, bunch of calories. No, it's, it's terrible for you. That's what I mean. Like the instant rice even, is great because it it uh, in ninety seconds comes yeah. out perfect, but it's terrible for you. Yeah, I mean, and if I'm gonna eat something terrible, I at least want it to taste delicious. Also, who is lobbying for more rice? Nobody I likes mean, rice. I like jasmine rice. R- rice is fine. Oh, don't you throw your hands up this in there! This is ridiculous. Rice Jordan. is great. I right? have a rice cooker that I use very often. You guys are exhausted. Guys, the internet. Stop with this rice propaganda. Nobody likes rice. The internet taught me that you're supposed to clean your rice. Yeah, you wash Clean your rice. Your right, you wash your rice. Yes. You're you supposed to, like, Dave. Like, like three times. Each little, what are they? They're not kernels. What would you, an individual grains. piece of grain? The rice yes, grain? It's a grain rice. Okay. No, legit, you're supposed to to clean your rice. It's an not actual thing. after you've cooked it, though. No, 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 no. before cook. Yeah, before you cook you it. You pre-wash your rice you're, before you, see, you cook Dave? it. Yeah, yeah. this is how rice. white we are. We have no so, clue. Yes, so you're when supposed you wash to your rice, you'll see like the water like get cloudy, and you have to wash it like three times, and then it's clear. Like I said, way too much of a pain in the ass. I'll take a piece of bread. Thank you. Bleached. What? You and your bleached white bread. Yeah, that's also. You don't not know what kind either. of bread that. How dare you just assume that so I eat white, white bread. bread? You are not whole grain. I am absolutely a multi-grain bread guy. Thank you. Your very kids much. allow you to have multi-grain bread sandwiches. Mm, no, multi-grain has gotten better. Like, yeah, because we're old. When you you cried when you got sourdough hey, at six years old. Hey. Sourdough when you, slaps. When you, but you can't be surprised. You by cannot it. give me surprise sourdough surprise and a grilled cheese when I'm six acceptable. years old. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's way a out traumatic of my, moment in as my life. An adult, that's a treat. Yes, that is a delicacy. But, but no surprise sourdough. I'm you, with not you. as a child. No way. See, but sourdough is peak bread. Yeah. Do you think that if you know what's coming, Dave's children would be excited to get a multi-grain wheat sandwich? Couple no of them, probably. I don't care what you're excited about, kid. You will eat. <laughs> That's what you say? No. I'll make you a different one. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, dummy. Why is everybody so dumb in this world? Dummy. Message deleted. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Would you guys consider yourselves to be thrifty? Like, are you good at saving money? Not at no. all. No. That's one of my worst traits that i have anyone here into coupons no same thing i'll go to a store and they are always doing that thing like hey would you like to sign up for our rewards program i would not because i know that i suck at keeping up with those and there are a couple of instances where i felt like they were 
flabbergasted. But like, but if you just get seventy five more submarine sandwiches, you'll get one for free. Man, my sign up email I messed up so bad because I used to have like my primary email for work. Then, then you have a junk email. Then I have my like sign up for everything email. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple things that I've signed up for that are super important. Oh, and now they're, and, and they're flooded in that email. And I so I can't like yeah. Just go just search it. No, I know, but it's become like I almost need a third junk email mm-hmm. now because the sign up junk email has become important for things. So the reason I ask if you guys are thrifty is because when it comes to travel, I know that Mahoney, like you'll never buy first class or anything like no, that. You're always no. like the big front seat on Spirit is as that's, far as you'll go. But that's the big front seat on Spirit is cheaper than a normal ticket on Southwest traditionally. But airlines are hoping that more business travelers will bring along their partners for what they call blended business leisure travel. And so there is a new generation of design that allows two business class seats to be converted into a double bed that is better suited for couples. But now people are wondering if they would be able to do this, not with their significant other, but if they had a long flight overseas or whatever, and they wanted the convenience of there being a bed that your you know seat could convert into, would you be willing to do this with somebody that you did not know? No. A random would- snuggle? With a person, no. I mean, that's a that's on, a, no, on an airplane. So, I'm not saying you snuggle hard, with them. No. You got to go. You got to go back to back. It's like when the people are on naked no. and afraid, and they don't want to, like you know, butt to butt. So yeah, I, butt I'm to looking butt. at this. You wouldn't butt to butt with somebody if it, no, if you, no. I'm looking at how they're setting this up because again, air travel is tra- changing as it always is. They're always finding ways to you know gouge us more. But the way that this bed is set up on this airplane is in the center. So you've got three lanes or three uh-huh. rows, yeah. and the bed is in the center. That's, like, that's, no. that's what people don't be banging, right? It has to be. For sure it is. It has to so be So uncomfortable that. and so awkward. I actually was thinking that they also get the two seats that are beside them, and then if they want to sleep, then they get the middle seat. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're if you're traveling with your significant other, that would be great, right? Because you could just lay down and have a full sleep. extension Dude, and sleep. Can we be honest for one second here? Mm. Maybe. No. There Depends. is something. I'm going to be honest, and whether or not you know this gets me in trouble, so be it. Um, when we book hotels out of you know out of town and we end up getting two queen beds instead of a king it is glorious you get two queen beds and you don't push them together you sleep you sleep in separate beds separate like and you like that better it's pretty amazing i've got i get a whole ass bed i've got a a couple like they're two friends of ours and they're very much in love like head over heels in love and they sleep in separate rooms and they love it. There is a My study that has been that. done saying yeah. that that is a like really good way to solid like solidify your marriage. I see. I feel like it goes the other way for me. Though. I like. I feel 100%. like it would, I feel like my marriage would be over if we split. Do rooms. you, Mahoney? Do you and your wife like touch each other at like even with just like a toe? At all times. Sometimes, yeah. Like, my wife will burrow under me when we are, <gasps> like, especially, like, if she's cold mm. and I put out a stupid amount of body heat. But I feel like, literally, that'd probably be the end of my, if, like, because. My wife our, knows better. Don't touch me. Our, our sleep schedule is Don't so Not even different. Get off me. So your love language can't be physical touch then? Not in bed. When it's hot, don't touch me. Even just, like, a toe? Nope. I don't mind. Or, like, no, a no. foot In the touch? winter, mm-hmm. you can get toe you can toe. get under there. Get your toes but off me. We traditionally have yeah. a pillow between us. <gasps> yeah. I've got a. I have a wall of pillows. What? Yeah, yeah. You don't. 
do you do you cuddle with your boyfriend? Literally oh, every gross. second. Ugh. The other night or the other day, he woke up and he goes, because I had rolled away, and he goes, "Why are you so far away?" And I was like, "Oh, oh I love my you. God, you guys are <laughs> disgusting." Oh, oh God, police on you. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, legit. I like would at all points, in bed and wallop you with a pillow. Just get away from me. Go on, get <laughs> you. It's been like six months. Come on, like it's like the perfect amount of time that we're still like you, still obsessed with each Does he sleep on? Like, I mean, but how do you guys sleep? Like, is he like a back sleeper and you're a stomach sleeper, or do you both go oh, back? I am. He legit the other day was making fun of me for how much I move. He was like, I have never known somebody who cannot sit still for like at any point of time. Like, I am always moving, like and shifting and shiver. Like, I'm a worm. I'm a squirmy, wormy worm. In bed, you're like that all the time. Oh my god, I would have to. I would. That would be. I would I'd, kill you. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle that. My, like, my wife sleeps hard. She doesn't move traditionally. Really? So, so she's just like a log. I move around a little bit more than she does, but it's... How do you... Like, I, does he have his arm underneath you? No, like, I'm just like... And then I like flap this way, and then I'll squish this way, and then one leg, I'll like wrap my legs in his leg, and then I'll move over here, and then I'll like be like... have my arm touching him at some point. Like, I, it is all over the place. <sighs> yeah. Man, what dudes will do... <laughs> <laughs> well, we will. We are so we thirsty. That sort of crap that yeah. we put up with just to get some. Yeah. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash, on Dave and Mahoney. So I did not anticipate this, Mahoney, but there's going to be another season of True Detective. I thought it had just kind of gone away. I mean, the, the the last season, season number three, it brought they brought it back. They did bring it back. Season yeah. two with Vince Vaughn was trash. Season one, Woody Harrelson and Matt McConaughey, McConaughey was amazing. You know, yep. launched McConaughey into the McConaissance was phenomenal. Season three with Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff, I thought was it, it was it was really, really well good. Done. It was yeah. uh, hard to top season one, but yep. it came close. So yeah, I mean, just the star power in season number one, right? You have those two guys playing off of each other, and they just they have such a great chemistry on screen, and the, the story and the the, the vibe behind right. it was yep. so creepy, and it was really kind of groundbreaking for the time. So who are they announcing anybody who's starring in this? Yes, uh, and Jodie Foster is going to be the lead. Oh, which, yeah. when it comes to confused detective face, there is nobody better than Jodie Foster. I mean, Jodie Foster, like running up on a scene, just be like. What is happening here? Yeah, you know, she's got At, that just look about her. She's that is top tier. Yeah, I great mean, casting. Like, as far as like what I want to see Jodie Foster in her in a crime style show. I mean, Silence of the Lambs Pete, was. I didn't even know she was still acting after that. They're actually doing production of this season number four in Iceland, which I think is interesting as well. So it's probably going to be wintery, uh-huh. which I That's like. I like. like yeah. I like. I like the feel of that as well. Any. Any talk on when this is going to be released? Not yet. They just said the production is now underway, so we don't, we don't have any release dates or anything like that just yet. Okay. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was on the Tonight Show, and he confirmed that uh, you know him and his wife Blake Lively have three beautiful girls and a fourth one on the way. Wow! And he said that this the the fourth child has really made him start to rethink performing a lot of stunts that he does because he does a lot of his own stunts in his movies. Mm-hmm. And you think about Deadpool and everything yeah. else. Um, he said, you know, he's he just has. A lot of broken bones that he suffered over the years. He doesn't want to have to have any more surgeries. He's 46. Yeah. I mean, he is not a... I mean, he looks great, uh, but he is not a spring chicken. 
I like that he is three kids in. He's like, sure, I'll jump off the roof. The fourth, fourth kid, ah, I mean, is much. that, uh, I mean, you have four me, children yeah. as well, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you going to stop I, doing all your own stunts? Uh, it's not just so much that. It's I'm, I'm going to adopt your rule of no running or jumping. Yeah. Those are probably, I mean, literally. Hey, casually saunter everywhere. I started that at 30, what, like 38 years old, and I'm 41 now, so still holding pretty strong to that uh, pledge that I took many mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, definitely over 40. You do not need to be playing pickup basketball at the park on the that's weekends. How you tear it, ACL. That's how you yes. That's how you blow out an ACL doing nothing cool. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Somebody There's... jukes you and you're on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're faking it, I mean, I feel like I would just fake it. Oh, that's what happened. My ACL broke. Disney Plus is thinking about adding uh, an Indiana Jones TV show. Well, I... if it's not starring Harrison Ford, exactly, I'm in. I was dogging Harrison Ford the other day and you were like, Indiana Jones! Oh my god. No, I was dogging you because you didn't know who Han Solo was. That is absolutely not how that conversation went. absolutely how it went. Word for word. So, there was... No idea. Never never seen Star Wars. Have you seen the first Star Wars? Yes, Dave. And then my rebuttal was you haven't because your mother or father did not even appropriately record the movie for you. So they you've never even were seen. were a little bit late on starting the recording. I didn't know that there was the whole first 20 minutes of it. It was thrilling. <laughs> you love that version better. <laughs> I sure do. It started in the desert. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, having a younger version of Harrison Ford's character of Indiana Jones is so necessary at this point. I can't believe that Harrison Ford is doing another Indiana Jones. I'm he not, has he made that franchise, and he has ruined that I mean, franchise. he's so much old. We think about how old we thought Sean Connery was in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. When he was playing Harrison Ford's father. Yes. yes. And, uh, yeah, and, and he, the actual Harrison Ford is so much older than that. But there was a show that came out in the 90s. I don't think you probably remember it. Uh, very much, Dave. It was called the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh no, I don't and that it at was. All. I loved it. You know, I mean, like if you think about the Last Crusade, where River Phoenix was playing like a young Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Like if it's set as a young Indiana Jones in that like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties era, I think it could be. Uh, I it's something that I'm at least my interest is is highly piqued by. If it's Harrison Ford, I'm out because Kingdom out. of the Crystal Skull was trash. The only thing that saved that movie was Shia LaBeouf. Oh, and shut up. If uh, oh. this this Indiana Jones 5, I my hopes are, are very, very low for that. I mean, if you're actually in real life crashing your plane into golf courses, like maybe it's time to call it as an action star. Agree. Also, is there a- this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833 Yo Dummy. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Have any of you guys gone out anywhere cool for dinner recently? Message deleted. Why did I just replay that? Let's play another one. Okay. Please leave a message after the tone. What's one fictional gadget that you wish became real? I wish the transporter from Star Trek was real because screw these airlines. I want instant travel. Message deleted. I don't like the idea of my body being broken down molecule by molecule and transported somewhere somewhere else. I want, I, I'm on what, the other side of things. You can do whatever you want to my body if I don't have to get in line to board a plane with a bunch of stinky people. Definitely going to cause cancer. There was this thing called Smart House, and I believe there was a scene, or I think it was that movie, 
where there was like a little peanut that you would put in there size of thing and then you would cook it and it would create this grandiose huge meal yeah i wish that existed i wish that you could just be like oh i would like to get this seed of something and you'd pay for that seedling of something and then just cook it and it would just turn into a buffet of sorts i mean we are really really spoiled though with the time that we live in if you think about all of the stuff that people used to have just our parents generation they just have they used to have to know how to get to places. Oh, yeah. Ew, I was thinking about that the just other day. Get, what, I, what, do yeah. you mean? what do you mean? I, my GPS just told me to take a U-turn in a spot because it made me miss the left that I needed to. I was fur- I was furious. Yeah. If I was living in the 1930s, I would have been very angry. If you were living I in would the have 80s, you would have been angry. Yes. True. Um, I would any, have a lot does more anyone to be else remember? angry about in the 30s, I think. Yeah. <laughs> does anyone else remember like the old school scene? Because, I mean, I, I distinctly remember my dad when you would take the the map out of the glove box mm-hmm. And the only place to really be able to view the map properly? The hood. The hood of the car. Yeah. You, 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 you had to fold the whole thing. And you gotta, that yeah, was such like, a dad yeah, thing like, to do. It was, it was, that was the dad move. Uh, for me, as far as fictional technology, mine goes back to a TV show from uh, the 60s, which would be uh, Get Smart. They had a thing called the Cone of Silence. There is nothing that annoys me more than listening to somebody else's phone conversation mm. in public or the even worse thing like these offices that have these dumbass open concepts that exist like if you think you're a new age manager or you're a new age business and it's like hey nobody's got offices we are all just everywhere no man like that is the most garbage way of running a place i've have you ever seen thought those offices and and if you have to make a private phone call they actually have old school like phone booths to go into yeah. just put a door on a give room. us offices leave me alone let You're, us work like, i don't want to co-mingle with you and your dumb or ideas you, hey, we, hey look we got we got a ping pong table and draft beer yeah i want to get hammered with all you losers <laughs> nerds <laughs> Dude, th- th- those places worked for we work yeah worked out great for them for like three months yeah, for a while and they're still like trying it's kind of sad foosball on the other hand Oh, I'll, I'll kick your ass in foosball. I love me some foosball. And tetherball. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, every time Dave makes fun of you for growing a mustache, just make fun of Dave because he can't grow one. Message deleted. <laughs> it, it is my jealousy. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Would you guys rather have a couple of close friends or a large group of friends that are like casual acquaintances. Dude, I hate casual fr- acquaintances. Oh, I don't. See, I'm different, man. Like I I definitely have like a core group of friends mm-hmm. that's like very small. Mm-hmm. Like when my wife's like, "Hey, we're doing something special for your birthday or whatever. Who do you want to invite?" It's like the same three people every time. Yeah, that's it. That's everyone else. Great. Yeah. But like I also enjoy casual friends that don't expect me to be able to spend a lot of time with them. Well, but that's see this you're you're throwing in a very important asterisk right there, Dave, because the casual friends that expect more yeah, or that's, favors or whatever. That's the worst. I, that's, I, I, can't, I can't with that, man. Like, I, I just cannot. I don't ask my close friends for favors. I'm not asking a casual friend for anything. Why, why is it that there's some people in this world, and I, I include myself in this, that have such a hard time asking people for anything? Like, I won't even ask my wife for a ride to the airport. Yeah. I don't like asking people to do me favors that I can just handle myself. But then at the same time, there's people that will ask 
all of the time mm-hmm. for absolutely everything. Do you envy those people? I because I, I don't. It, I don't. it makes my like skin crawl. The thought me. of asking people they they annoy me. I can't have like. I can't have any sort of. We expect- have friends in their fifties that ask for people to give them a ride to the airport. Just get in an Uber or Lyft, man. Yeah, I mean, lack of independence is one of the. Well, it's not the, even. Oh, to me, the people who I, I feel like that is a absolute lack of independence. So you have like. the inability to call an Uber. I get it, it if you're broke, but like. No, most, sure. If you're if you if you're but saving you're not, money, but, but you're not. But you're not. You're not. There's plenty of people that we know. If you're too broke. To get an Uber what to go doing? to the airport, what are you, doing what are you going, to going, the going on a trip? Where yeah. you go? Huh? That, that is a great. That is a. That is a. <laughs> and I mean, also it's a death in the family. It's, or something. it's the same people that, and I don't understand this either. Like I, because when I go out of town, I don't want to stay with anybody. No, ever. I want my own space, Never. my own private bathroom with a lock yep. on the door. I don't want to stay with people. I don't ever. Either. But there's those people that will come to town every time they come to town. Hey, mind if I stay at your place? As a matter of fact, I do. Well, I mean, your house is already a hotel. You've got six people there. Already, so yeah, that's, you're 48. That's already a lot. I you want I just to stay at my house. My favorite type of I, I'll I'll agree with you, Dave. Uh, casual friends who like don't require any sort of maintenance. Like if we can pick up and we haven't talked or text for six months or a year, mm-hmm. but can pick up and have a beer, and it's there's there's no like oh why aren't you know why aren't you calling you're so busy you know like that's like any sort of like guilt. That right. goes along no, with that, like yes. don't like I because I I I'm with you on that. I I love those casual friendships like that that require yeah. zero sort of maintenance because that's the kind of guy I am. I don't get mad Low at my my, my like Low my best friend too, and yep. I probably haven't talked or you know or one of my best friends and I haven't talked on the phone in probably three years. And, and there's no problem with that. But you None. text, yeah, occasionally. But he's busy. He's got we're we're all busy at. This point in life, I like how you're starting to talk about how busy he was, and then you went, and I'm busy. Well, actually, I'm not. No, I, I, no, I have, I have bandwidth <laughs> about how much stuff I can do. You know, like I, I put, I leave it all on the table during the show every single day. You guys get the vast majority of my social bandwidth every day of my life. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to do more of that. And when look at I go us, home. look at us, Audrey. Look at how lucky we are. You are. You get all his social bandwidth. Get to, to get to hang out with you for more than your best friends. Yeah. I mean, literally. I mean, at this point in my life, like you, Audrey, because I mean, you're the well, not I guess George, the newest member of the show, but like, for as far as like the time that you and I have spent together, uh, we have spent way more time together than I have with any of my closest friends growing up in my first like twenty years of life. I thought you were going to call me your best friend, and you didn't. And you're also a <laughs> loser. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free, there's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. Trail till the desert meets the hills. Oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pines. Out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines. Here is the land. 
Time out. 